Honey, the podcast. Sweet as honey. Oh, that's pretty. The podcast. You sound like Maya Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, honeybees. Honeybees. <laughs> Bubba. Bubba. Oh, she's our favorite. I'm just going to do the whole episode like this. I don't know that we can make it through the episode with you doing it like that. Actually, my throat's kind of tired. I've oh. only been doing this for a few seconds. Mm. How's it going, honey? Oh, it is going. How's um, it going, honey bees? Right? I know. I'm excited to be back and recording, especially on a consistent schedule. I like it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what's new with you, honey? Oh, boy. Um. Well, I went to the doctor, mm-hmm. and then we I took some tests. Okay. And, Did well, you like some? My, my therapist, rather. Oh. And took some assessments, assessments. And then she said, you should go see a doctor and see if she would give you some medicine. Mm. So I went to the doctor. Yeah. And mm-hmm. got some medicine. Mm-hmm. And I was real scared to take it. Yeah. And now I feel a little bit weird. Yeah. But I hope it helps a lot. How are you feeling? Um... Well, today is my first day taking it, right? And my skin felt a little tingly. Okay. And now I feel kind of like tunnel vision-y, mm. like the perimeters around, like my peripheral vision is a little gray. I, I got gotcha. lost it, but it's fuzzy, like it's mm. out of focus. And so that's a weird thing. And just overall, I just feel kind of hazy, a little yeah. spacey. But I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> I read up on a lot of the sound effects for this particular medication. Side effects? Side effects include, <laughs> but are not limited to. <laughs> so, of course, you have like the regular things. You could be constipated or have diarrhea. You can have headaches or be nauseated or just feel a little weird. Um, and then, of course, like it just kind of increases in intensity. So I could have... Um, you know, more depressive feelings or more Mm. anxiousness. And from the reviews and stuff I was reading, some people have had hallucinations, oh, like really vivid dreams um, or night terrors. uh, Oh, no. (laughs) Sleep paralysis. Um, What was another one? A few different people, and this was really weird because it's so distinct. A couple different people said that they have had instances where it felt like a demon was screaming in their ears and that it was terrifying what the and it was fuck? more than one person like i mean months apart giving the same account they were like i saw that somebody else said this i had the same ex- i was like what the fuck yeah i really hope that's not the case no. and that you don't get any of those side effects or sound oh, effects i'm not done so also oh, rage is apparently oh, supposed no. to be like a part of it and i was like "Ooh, sounds mm. sexy um and then of course like a complete lack of sex drive which does not sound like a fun time um (laughs) a friend said (laughs) a friend of mine was telling me about their experience with antidepressants and said that they were hornier than a trailer park dog (laughs) and i thought that was the funniest thing i had ever heard but then they said that you know their antidepressants affected that but you know it came Mm. back it just takes a little bit more effort than it used to instead of just that being kind of the default yeah but that simile was very very funny to me trailer Um, park dog (laughs) dog. um so and of course like i could have like rectal bleeding or anal bleeding and like pooling of blood beneath the skin that looks like really ugly bruises uh so yeah right now i will just take maybe some gi issues and maybe a little bit of a headache and just the little hazy feeling that should hopefully dissipate within the week (laughs) um so yeah and obsessive cleaning is also what's up today. So we oh. cooked. Yeah. Well, yeah, we cooked. I Last thought you night. had to make a vegan recipe. What was it? Um, it's like a bow tie pasta mm-hmm. um, with a cream cream sauce and mushrooms and spinach. Mm-hmm. And oh, onions, because that's what you said. The whole house smelled like yes. onions. Yes. And that's one thing that deters me so much from cooking is leftover food smell, like cooking smell. I Residual fucking hate smell. It. Yeah. I hate it. So like I febrezed everything. I stripped our bed, even though the door was closed. There's carpet freshener on the carpets. I took all the curtains down and washed all of the curtains. Yeah. Bed skirt, I, when I got home, y'all, she was getting these long ass curtains out of our dryer. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Just go with it. Yeah. All right. Sure. All of them. Sure. It was several panels. 
But yeah, all that's clean. Okay. And when we get done with this, we just have to make the bed because oh. the linens are clean. Mm. So um, I cleaned our quilt. Mm-hmm. So everything is clean, clean, clean. Yeah. That's just how you like it. Yeah. What's new with you, honey? Um, <laughs> I finished a couple of books last week. <laughs> okay. These are not just like the types of books that I like to read. I would prefer to listen to books at this length. But Allison likes to read like thousand page long books. Well, I finished a thousand page long book and then I finished a very short audio book. And then I just finished today another audio book that I think I have it on Kindle as well. And I think is close to five or six hundred pages. Mm hmm. Um, but I can read it a lot faster than I can listen to it. So it takes me longer to listen than to read it. Hmm. But I'm really enjoying... That's one thing that I wanted to do this year was read more books. And it still counts if you listen to them. So uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah? Yeah. I've I've read some books. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that new recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you make it? If the honeybees want to know. Bowtie pasta with spinach and mushrooms. How do you make it? Well, you buy all those things at the grocery store. So you need bow tie pasta, baby spinach. You can get it in a bag. Mushrooms. Mushrooms, a yellow onion, yeah. some type of butter. It can be regular butter, vegan butter. It could be regular milk. We use coconut, coconut milk. Coconut milk. Uh, and then Parmesan cheese. Or vegan Parmesan cheese. Yeah. So um, you start by cutting up your onion. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the small cutting, right? And then you saute that with a tablespoon of butter, and then you add in your mushrooms and you saute that with another tablespoon of butter or oil, whatever you want to use. And then you add in your spinach and you let that wilt down a little bit, and then you add in your coconut milk or whatever she said to use instead, because I already (laughs) forgot. Um, And you pour that in there and you let it just kind of simmer for a little bit and kind of settle, settle. And then, oh, you got to add your Parmesan cheese or vegan cheese in there. and you're just stirring it up and kind of letting it thicken. Uh, oh, and don't forget to boil your fucking pasta. Yeah. You and then good. you just mix it all together and it's fucking delicious. Yes. It was great. We had it again for dinner tonight and it was so good. Yeah. I like it. You was paying attention. You did good, honey. So now I was paying attention. I'm not never making that shit again. Y'all, she made me so anxious the other night because she was like, honey, what are you cooking us for dinner? And I was like, <gasps> The only thing I know how to cook that we have the ingredients for nachos. Would you like nachos? And I said nachos like 97,000 times. Like, I don't fucking want that. No. But would you like nachos? No, I don't want what that. What about? I don't want that. Nachos. Allison. Nachos sound good right now, too. If you say nachos to me one more time. Nachos. Uh, so. <laughs> we did not have nachos. No nachos. I had. <laughs> I ended up making myself nachos later, though, <laughs> and they were delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I like those nachos. You vegan nachos? Yeah. Well, did you do them with regular cheese? Yeah, I did. Yeah. They were vegetarian nachos, because yeah. I used um, chickpeas as my protein. Or if you wanted to add jackfruit, it's delicious, but mm-hmm. not the Tex-Mex jackfruit. It is gross, but you can get the... Yo, David. Barbecue jackfruit mm. that I get at Publix. It's so good. I don't know that I tried any of your nachos with that. They were so good. Yeah. Maybe but I like time. that barbecue Maybe not, jackfruit. It's really good. Yeah. So yeah. you're not going to share? That's what you're saying? Probably not. That's fair. DBH. Yep. Totally fair. Is that all that's new? Um, I think so. Um, one of our little puppies was supposed to have surgery, but he didn't. So that's, yeah. that's the only other news I can think of. Yeah. For real. Okay. Yeah. Well. All right. You went back to doing your regular work thing. Regularly scheduled work. Yeah. Finally, it's gotten to be normal again instead of the... Sort of. Sort of. I'm still in a a fairly weird time till probably the end of March. Just with my... my, uh, The classes... Class schedule and stuff. Yeah. That was really hard for me to get out. I'm so sorry. (laughs) schedule to know you malfunctioning i really was okay bud i feel like you need to (laughs) press the soft reset button (laughs) just just, did you turn it off and turn it back on put it in some rice put it in some rice so yeah that was that was a great time put it in some rice (laughs) in some rice (laughs) it's true um oh we we had a game night with our butt with our friends 
Yeah, and we got to um, affirm a little person on their uh, gender identity and I guess or more just expression. The okay, identity, gender I would expression. Say. Okay, I don't know see, that, I don't know how to. Well, I don't think that it would be identity because this little human has never expressed to us okay, that's anything fine. about their identity. That's fine. We just know the different ways that they like to express themselves. True. And we say them because we we don't know. Right. This little human is. How old is this little human? Six. Six. I don't. Uh, he just is. He's now learning to write. Okay. Or they are now learning to so write. So about six ish. Yeah, I think so. And this tiny human is, was assigned male at birth, mm-hmm. and really loves Disney villains, not the princesses, True. but the villains. Loves Maleficent. Yep. Loves purses and Dolls. pink yeah. and just whatever glitter and just all of the pretty yeah. things that I think that we should like all of, but whatever. Right. Um. And I love that this little human is so, so, so embraced by their parents because <sighs> they are the most affirming human beings of all yes. time. They'll be like, oh, baby, what you want? Yas. Let's go and right. get it for you. Whatever. And it's just really, really cool to witness. Yeah, I like, would agree. It was such a fun time to, yeah. to watch that. And I'm so glad that he was born into that family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was a fun time. I think that's I think I'm done. That was the only other new thing. Okay. Sorry. You're good. Um, but going back to that, I thought it was just really, really sweet to bear witness to Mm -hmm. that type of support because it's not really something that I witness very often firsthand, Mm -hmm. especially for such a young age. Because of course, that's the age that everybody's wanting to argue about. They don't know. They're just confused. It's a phase. Instead of just embracing it. And if it passes, it passes. If they want to do what they want to do, that's what they want to do. You don't condemn them. You just support them and make them feel good about the choices and stuff that they make. Because this is a sweet little kid that loves to give hugs mm-hmm. and loves to be involved and loves to tell you about the pretty things that they have mm-hmm. and call it a day. They're like, cool, great. Right. And I think that that's super special. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Uh-oh. What do you think about like non-monogamy? Like, are you asking me if I want us to participate in non-monogamy? Is this a trick <laughs> okay took you too long no um i think that it is great for some people mm-hmm. and i think it's cool that they have the maturity enough to be like you know what i i'm not going to be able to be with just one person uh and to know themselves that way uh i don't think that i could be in a non-monogamous relationship could i interject yes and kind of backtrack a little bit. I don't think that maturity is the right word. Okay. Um, because it almost makes it seem like like a lack of awareness mm. or not being able to admit that even to yourself denotes immaturity instead of just maybe a lack of self-awareness. Okay, so, fair enough. Self-awareness instead of matur- immaturity, I would like to. But go on. <laughs> um, I really think that that was all I was going to say is that I don't think that I um I can't be in a, a non-monogamous non-monogamous relationship I don't think I would thrive thrive in that and I'm aware <laughs> shut up I'm aware enough of myself have enough self-awareness to be rolling to, your little uh, fucking turkey neck at me <laughs> to to say that I like when I find my person like I only want them mm-hmm. so I mean, that's okay, do you? Like, anybody trying to make you do nothing that you're not trying to do. So, I also feel like with non-monogamy, there's, like, an ethical way to do it, and there's, like, a non-ethical way to do it. Yeah, And for me, like, non-ethical is when one party that is in... Because I feel like that's kind of the default for a lot of people, especially Mm -hmm. with, like, heterosexual people. Like, the default is unless you know you bring this up to me early on this is it's just supposed to be a segment we're not going to be a triad or you know have many different partners or be a pod or anything like that yeah um regardless of you know their orientation if it's like a cishet woman and a cishet man or a trans woman with a man Mm -hmm. or a trans man with a woman however that works just if it appears heterosexual that's usually 
without it being very descript and talked about the default. And I feel like with a lot of queer people, that's a conversation that we have more often because it's more seen. I know that it's kind of a popular thing, quote unquote, or it's a more understood thing, especially with like yeah. gay men, I've noticed mm. that are open to having not really as tight of a monogamous <laughs> um, dynamic to their okay. relationship. Um, but I don't really see that as much with women, which hmm. is interesting to me. But like when I hear about it, usually if it is somebody in the LGBTQIA plus yeah. community, it usually is a gay man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can understand why. Um three women wouldn't or why that wouldn't be like so seen all the time because man adding adding in a third menstrual cycle a third period like third third party emotions like that's a that's a lot Mm, okay we agree to disagree i don't think that that would steer me away if that was something that i was into would be out of the dynamic with two other women but hmm. okay i don't for know the same, i mean like it could still be argued that it's the same thing if it's just two <laughs> i know what i'm saying is adding a third okay it's fine <laughs> we're not four. gonna agree on that or a seventh um so do you have any relationships or anything like that that might have been non-monogamous um not purposefully (laughs) so it was not ethical and you were not aware correct um interesting or vice versa so oh yeah yeah well Well. back when i was just realizing that i was into women and still dating a man instead Mm -hmm. so which we talked about before yeah uh but what about you how what Mm -hmm. is your experience in that non-monogamous world (laughs) well (laughs) see what it happened was (laughs) oh i actually have dated i've had a married partner before really Mm -hmm. and um their spouse knew Mm -hmm. yeah so i met and this was a a man and we'll call the man david since we're so obsessed with the name david um david and i met and I think that it kind of started off as more of a conversational thing and then it turned into curiosity about their dynamic and talking about that or whatever. And it just kind of progressed from there. And yeah, uh, David and I dated for about a year and um, I did actually talk to David's wife on many an occasion. Um, David and I really didn't live very far apart, so it was not, it didn't take a whole lot of effort to get to David or uh-huh. vice versa. Um, so I've hung out with David's wife. David's wife and I have gone to on movie dates together before. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I went talk to her, but it was interesting because when the relationship started, at first it was presented to me in this way that David and his wife loved each other very much. Mm-hmm. And this was something that enriched their relationship with each other. So it was, you know, something about seeing their partner be happy and fulfilled by other people was fulfilling for them. Hmm. And, you know, it could be a sexy thing for them to talk about and recount together, whatever. And a little bit later on, it kind of came into David's needs were not necessarily oh. always being met. And that David's wife, um, was really, really into the new relationship energy of the extramarital relationships Uh and that it kind of impacted their primary partnership with Hmm. each other. Did they ever go to like, I know this is probably like the first question that people ask for people in non-monogamous relationships, but did that mean that they were like, did they enjoy swinging or like, okay, yep, like sex parties and all that or? They've been to sex parties together. I never went to any sex parties. Okay. But they've been... I didn't even think about you going. (laughs) Oh, man. No. (laughs) The scandal. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, they've done that. I mean, like, we talked about it because I was curious. And, you know, Mm -hmm. y'all know me. Like, I'll ask a question in a minute. I'll be like, ooh, and she did what? Ooh, and it was how many people? Hmm. So how often y'all be like... But did they, like, ever try to 
add you in as like you having a relationship with the wife too or was it always kept separate as far as the romantic side of that separate i think that maybe there might have been one conversation for the duration of that relationship Mm -hmm. that might have been like would you entertain the idea of but it never kind of went anywhere from that and i just wasn't attracted to their wife Hmm. you know to his wife she was really really sweet but i just wasn't attracted to her i don't know how she felt about me but um she usually had other partners you know Mm -hmm. it would be you know she had people that she hung out with they had a different schedule for how they like to do things, I guess, kind of, sort of. So we spent a lot of time together and she spent a lot of time with her partner. And of course they live together. So, you know, they always came back to the same, you know, place to sleep usually. Hmm. Yeah. Um, It was really interesting because in the beginning, (laughs) even though we had already talked about it and had the lay of the land, she and I had an understanding. So I felt like okay enough about it because I was like, it doesn't feel like anything is wrong. She's aware. She's okay. I've got the stamp of approval. Cool. Obviously, like he's good to go. Whatever. Their communication is great. But I remember anytime we were spending time together alone, she would call and call and call and call and call. I mean, not like back to back, but why? like she called. I, I don't know. If she was cool with it, why would she be exactly. calling like that? So maybe... But I'm also under the impression that she was used to being the one that was pursued in their mm. relationship by other people and that for him, it wasn't as common. And that's something that I kind of understand in general about this particular dynamic when it's a married man, married woman, the woman is usually getting like all the ass or all the dick mm. or all the pee that she wants. And, you know, the guy is kind of just like there, but it's not as common for them to be sought out, it seems, unless it's in a group setting. Mm. Um, especially not by single women, mm-hmm. right? So maybe she just wasn't quite used to David being pursued by somebody and having his own separate mm. relationship with somebody mm-hmm. else or whatever. Um, but like eventually it subsided and then she was like, oh shit, like she's not going to go anywhere. Great. So glad that you guys are down there whatever so just on this day this week i need you to be here to take care of some stuff at the house but like aside from that go and do what you need to do you guys have fun and then you know like the phone calls would come in less and less frequently and then it got to the point to where like we wouldn't really hear from her much um if and you know she had my phone number just in case um anything happened with him and she couldn't get in touch with him or whatever and you know she like i would just message her every now and again she would get sick and i would like take her soup or you this know, is like, weird. Like I mean, but we I mean, maybe super it's normal. friendly. We didn't spend a lot of time together, but it so, wouldn't be weird for me to go visit and for all of us to sit down and watch a show together. Like, were there any boundaries that were set, or like, did y'all have to have that communication ahead of time? Like, how does this work? I feel like being in a non-monogamous relationship, like the communication level has to be like ridiculously good Mm -hmm. in order for it to be successful Mm -hmm. right right um and i feel like that was kind of a place that could have been improved upon just for their Mm -hmm. relationship um you know i'm always willing to communicate as much as is necessary um but a lot of that didn't really have to do with me as far as their lines of communication if she needed something and i was available i didn't have a problem with um being there to assist her or him in any way that i could and um yeah that there were definitely some areas that it could have been better communication um for example like of course when it's like new and then you decide to start to kind of introduce more of like an intimate feel to your relationship or whatever we didn't have a discussion beforehand about like staying overnight and what that would mean for her and how comfortable she was with that so um you know that was another time that like we get a lot of phone calls or whatever and then we all kind of had to sit down and have a discussion about what how frequently or infrequently or depending on what was going on you know she had some like chronic pain and stuff like that so there were just times where you know she would just want her husband home and totally fine whatever not a big deal and there'd be other times where like she would be out for the night and (laughs) you know so it was kind of stumbling through it Mm -hmm. and kind of figuring it out when it struck a nerve more so than it being let's have a conversation about it beforehand Hmm. yeah I have so many questions, but I I can't like, 
like my brain is racing, my mind is racing, but like nothing is coming to the surface. Like, so when y'all first get got together, what uh, what questions did you ask him or them? Oh, it was all about like his wife. Is your wife okay with this? Where's your wife? Can I talk to your wife? Where's your wife at? How did y'all mm. come to do this? How is it that this can enhance your relationship if you're having relationships with other people? I don't understand. I'm usually a monogamous minded person. How does this work? Like how do you set boundaries what were the sex parties like how many partners like do you usually have and it was just not very many it was always kind of like a hope or you know it mm. might be like a hookup every now and then but it was never like I think that I was his first like relationship outside of his yeah. marriage uh and that how was long, interesting how long were y'all together about a year a whole year mm -hmm. oh man so you were in this dynamic for for that mm hmm, hmm. I just oh and then of course because i was a little slut not really um but even if i was whatever i mean like it's whatever like you, you babe 2020 we're gonna embrace our pleasure whatever I, you know i was a monogamous minded person but of course you know like i'm just like you get to go home and sleep with somebody every night like i don't always necessarily want to be alone because you at home with your wife like being all wifed up oh. like what if i want other partners and stuff like that and then that was more conversation that we had to have because I was just like, I'm not just going to be like, I'm just going to like commit to you, Mary, dude. Like, that's silly. How, um, did, uh, how did he react to that? He was very, okay, like, I don't want to paint him in a bad light. He was very kind. He uh -huh. always respected that or whatever. But of course, you know, like, if something is, like, good and you're getting your needs met through that, you don't want to, like, share your person or, you know, your other person or oh, whatever. So he was not real crazy <laughs> about me being, like, with other people. But I was just like, look, bud. It is what it is. You know, I'm always going to be safe. We're still going to get tested. And, you know, it's never mm. going to be anything about that. There was, I think, maybe only one other person that I was seeing that way. Um, or maybe two. But it wasn't, you know, anything that would have been so dangerous. I think these are probably people that I had known for years or been involved with kind of on and off for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but we always talked about it. You know, he did not want details or anything like that. But I'd be like, hey... <laughs> just so you know this is what's going on whatever hmm. um but he he didn't like it as much and I always thought that it was kind of I was like oh that's so sweet because like <laughs> you have a whole life okay <laughs> <Like, laughs> <Kay>, bye <laughs> right I'll see uh, you when I come back what was the hardest part about that relationship it got to be really difficult because I cared very much for mm -hmm. him and it would kind of like hurt my feelings to think about like sometimes it would just inevitably creep into my mind that I was kind of being used I think mm. in like a physical way and that would make me kind of withdraw I mean like I would always like communicate like how I was feeling I'd be like you know what today like I think I just kind of need some alone time or whatever mm -hmm. it's nothing that you did it's just kind of like the feeling so we talked about that a lot um so that was difficult. I was just kind of like, I really, really care about you, but like, you are not my person. Like this has to have an expiration date because at some point I am going to want a monogamous relationship with one person and we can't ever have that. So, hmm. and then this person was also in love with me and oh. it was kind of like, again, like wife knew about that and everything, yeah. but it was kind of like, I love you, but I don't love you in the same way that you love me. Um, and yeah, I don't think that I can yeah. because, you know, of just all of the dynamics and we're wired very differently. And, you know, I was always very forthcoming. Like we had a lot of discussions about, you know, what the end might look like mm -hmm. or how to navigate those feelings uh -huh. like when they came up and what would happen if I did find somebody and I fell in love with them and had those romantic feelings for them and they wanted to be with just me because I was always very open about the fact that if I find that with one other person like this is done because <laughs> hmm. ultimately that's what I want because right. you know at the time I still wanted to be married but I was like here's something that I've never done before I'm single I can we're being safe about it I'm an adult I can you know do what I want to do I'm interested like I'm really curious about it um but ultimately I know that like I want to settle down and if I find that it's just kind of like hey <laughs> new person this is a situation that you've met me in here let's talk about how to transition out of that I hope that this doesn't make you feel any type of way type of thing hmm. yeah hmm. <laughs> what is this face I'm just I don't know. Like, the thought of this is so interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Like, 
Did y'all go, like, did you tell people that this was your boyfriend? Did you go out in public? Like, like, did you hang out with your friends? Like, no. Did your family know? (laughs) Absolutely not. But then again, you know, like, my family and I are not super, like, close like that. Like, let's see, before you and I met, my mom had met like two people I was dating Mm. and one of them was by accident (laughs) because we were like me and this person were going to go to my brother's football game (coughs) when he was like Mm -hmm. a senior in high school we were going to or junior in high school we were going to go to his football game but my parents were there Uh and I had to like stop by and see my parents and he just happened to be with me when I went Mm. to see my parents and I was like hey this is him hmm Bye. Yeah, he's huge. I know. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't just want to like leave you down here and be super awkward. Your socks are dumb. I really wish you weren't wearing that right now because I feel like I look stupid by proxy, but I know you just got off work and that's why. So do you think that if you would have married a man that you would want to be in a non-monogamous relationship so that you could have uh, like a female companion as well or... Um, even add in as a thruple? Like, how do you think? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like long. Would you consider that year long relation, that year long relationship long term? Uh, I mean, for some people, yes. For me, no. Okay. Um, I mean, it's one of the longest ones that I've had, but it also wasn't just me being committed to like, it was like being in a relationship and not at the same time because yeah. I was still dating and seeing other people too. Yeah. Um, but I still had like a stable relationship with this yeah. other person at the same time that was, I don't know, it's weird. Um, but no, I, I really truly do not think that I would have been married to a guy. How do you think that, or, or how did you handle, or did you discussing this relationship with this person with david with uh like the other people you were dating or did like did I you bring it up no i mean because at this point it was just kind of like super casual dating mm. like there were people that would come you know we'd like go out on dates and like hang out you know like we might you know have sex or whatever but it wasn't really we're exclusive or anything like that it was it The way that I saw it was, if it gets to a point to where this is going to be something exclusive, I will disclose. And aside Mm. from that, I'm not putting anybody at risk. I don't really think it's anybody's business as long as, like, everybody is safe and doing what they need to do. We know everybody's status. It's not really a need to disclose anything unless it gets to be to a point to where I want to be in an exclusive relationship with you. Where do you stand? Yeah. And none of those played out that way. (laughs) Why do you think it's so taboo for this to... For those types of relationships, like non-monogamy in general. Because, you know, monogamy is the default, or at least like in mainstream society, culture, whatever, you don't think about, you know, we think about like the polygamists as being like bad and misogynist, but they are, you know, in a way, but at the same time, that's their upbringing, right? right. They don't see it that way. The same way that what we're exposed to and how we were brought up, it's gross for it to be the other way so I think that it just has a lot to do with just kind of tradition and just the default because how often are you exposed to that yeah you know they're shunned because it's something that's weird or it might be associated with something that's cultish or something that's really really old-fashioned or something that is misogynistic um and you know degrades (laughs) one sex or another sex or whatever so you don't see it often hmm And you're not going to have a positive association with it. Yeah. And I can see that from like, had the version of myself that Mm -hmm. was like right out of high school encountered something like this, I would have been like, oh no, Mm -hmm. like they're going to hell. Mm -hmm. Like it, so I can understand why people might feel that way at the same time. Now that I've learned a bit more about the world, (laughs) uh, it just seems stupid to me if that makes you happy cool and like if that keeps you from like there's so many people that are in monogamous relationships that That end up cheating and we are always looking at people in those dynamics and being like that is not a monogamous person right 
And I wish that uh, they had the self-awareness to just be like, you know what, this isn't going to work for me. Or, you know what, in all of these, my prior relationships, this has been a pattern. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should try this instead. Yeah, Bette Porter, you should. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't think that Bette Porter is capable of being monogamous either. I think that she's a narcissist, but maybe polyamory or an open arrangement would work the best for this particular character. But the writers lack the confidence or the knowledge or the competence to be able to write it that way. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. The problem is, though, she wouldn't allow her primary partner to do the same thing that's the narcissist so it would have to be one-sided oh one 100 i understand Mm -hmm. uh speaking of which Mm -hmm. they have the the thruple on there right or oh no 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 we're we're gonna do an entire episode about the l word okay this week well i just wanted to oh yeah to talk about that just as a whole just because like, I'm so fascinated by all of this. Same. Like, I have no desire to participate in any of it. Mm-hmm. But I want to better understand yes, people's like mindsets, the psychology it. behind it, yes. and just to make it more mainstream, mm-hmm. you know? Because, uh, like, my thing is, people, you, you talked about pods and people who, like, care for one another in, and they all care for each other on the, the same, like, the same amount, to me, I'm like, oh, man, like my brain can't comprehend that. I know, because the way that my brain works, that is a that's an impossibility. I'm always going to have a favorite. Yeah. It is just how my brain works in my group of friends. I always probably like somebody somebody's this more than mm. somebody else's that or this person's energy around this time whatever yeah i'm just like drawn to a particular person more mm-hmm. than this other one yep. yeah i completely understand that uh and that's me i had um someone tell me about uh their brother being in a thruple mm-hmm. and the dynamic of that he is in a thruple with two women mm-hmm. um and they all have individual relationships with each other as well as the group mm-hmm. and i was like okay tell me more mm-hmm. like how does that work they all sleep in the same bed like they all um what size is his bed how I, big are these people shit i don't know um they all do <laughs> like they all have sexual encounters together as well as um um, you know, just a single partner instead, but it's all happening in the same bed. And so like, there's no, uh, issues with that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, tell me more. And like, I, I don't know, like that, I just don't under, I can't, I cannot, I can't, I can't figure it out. Words are hard. Mm-hmm. So like, wh- what do you think about the, the thruple side of things or pods or people being having multiple a group relationship and separate relationships within christ yes okay um i just automatically what kind of sticks out to me is like possessiveness Mm -hmm. and that's just that's me i know that some people will argue i think that i probably have mentioned this on another episode before some people are going to feel like we're feminists and we don't own anybody and nobody owns us and our bodies are our own you don't own me blah 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 blah. i feel very possessive over the people that i'm with before it is broken some relationships whatever it is what it is um i don't want to control anybody Mm -hmm. but i do feel like if we are intimate with one another i do not want to be intimate with anybody else and i don't want you to do that either if we are dating it's going to hurt my feelings to hear about you dating and being with somebody else right. and showing them that attention and being intimate with them and laughing and giggling and blushing when they text you and doing all those things i want those things to be reserved for me that makes me sad so, to think about you doing that with somebody else i'm over here like oh i know even though like if somebody sends me funny what is the first thing that i say Hmm? I said, if somebody sends me something funny in a text, what's the first thing that I say? Babe, look at this. Because <laughs> I want to Babe, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Babe, look at this. Right. So I think that maybe depending on the dynamics, if it feels good when all of those people are together and sharing something just for that one bond, that makes sense. I think it's inevitable that the more people that you have, that individual relationships will be formed. Hmm. Um, but I think that I would be... 
It would also depend on how I felt about the people in the pod. True. Or in the triad. You're so picky about your people in general <laughs> so that I, I feel ha- like this would be the I hardest thing. If I have a favorite, yeah. and that favorite is giving this attention that I would want from them to somebody mm. else, and I felt slighted, you know, and again, I'm a type two, so what are my biggest fears? Being unwanted, being unloved. If I'm feeling like somebody else is getting that attention or whatever, I can see that being like devastating to me. Yeah. So I, I don't think that it would work for me. Yeah. And much like Alice in that scene, spoiler alert coming up. If you have not watched the last episode of the L Word Generation Q, skip over this part. Just hit the little 30 second button until maybe you hear Allison's voice. I don't know. But <laughs> when Allison came in and saw Nat and Gigi in bed together... Alice, not Allison. Um, <laughs> when Alice came in and saw Nat and Gigi, I was like, why are you looking at me like that? Uh, I was just going to let it go. Uh, I do that a lot, though. Like, yeah. I, I think I was typing it in something the other day, and I was like, why did I write Allison? Because mm. it, it's just an extra you're syllable. Because thinking about me. And I, I love you. I love you. Um, and so, she walked yeah. in on them together. <laughs> And she was so hurt about that, especially because of what their relationship already was, because they were ex-wives. Yeah. And they didn't understand why she was so hurt by right. that. Right, but they, none of them had communicated mm-hmm. yet, right? What that meant. Like, nobody had said any boundaries. See, and like, you and I immediately were like, okay, boundaries need to be set. We need to discuss this. We need to assess what's acceptable, what is mm-hmm. just absolutely a no-no. Like, I need to be involved in all of this. Or And so I was, we were rambling off all of these things and like it made sense and we aren't even considering a throuble nor will we ever mm-hmm. so why, why would they not be doing right that? anyway besides the point so i feel like that goes back to my thing where non-monogamy or polyamory or uh group relationships or whatever group dynamics just as a whole like you have to over communicate mm-hmm. and it's so hard for me to fathom having to add in a third person's feelings. Like I'm already, I feel like I'm a selfish person and adding in, uh, like right now, I always try to remember to, okay, how would your wife feel about this? How would Tiffany feel if you did this, this way? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, make sure you remember, have you checked on her? She went to the doctor. How did it go? Did you do yeah. this? Did you do that? Have you, uh, how is she check in, check and see how this is doing. And like having to add another person to that. Like, I feel like I would be so frazzled all the time. You would be really, really anxious and I would just be exhausted Yeah, because I would have two people to just take care of. And that's yeah. all that I would do all day long was, yeah. are you okay? What do you need? I've done this for yeah. you. I've done this for her. I've done this for you. I've done this for her. Yeah. And then it would be nighttime before I had a chance to think about oh, myself. Oh, true. And I would be over here being like, oh, okay, what is their dynamic? Are they okay? Because mm-hmm. if like y'all were at odds it would make me feel so terribly anxious Mm -hmm. and I would be like okay but how do I choose like do I go with the person who's my primary partner but I really like this person like how do I how do I adapt to this Mm -hmm. and like the thought of this right now is really making my heart race and I'm so glad that you don't want to do this and then I would be like is my wife getting enough attention is this other person getting enough attention are they giving each other too much attention? Am uh, I not getting enough attention? How are these individual relationships? I know that Allison is very sensitive, so let me make sure that I'm doing this. And it would just, I just oh, feel like no. I would just constantly be trying to one up myself to oh, overcompensate yeah. for ma- being afraid that somebody yeah. wasn't getting enough. Yeah. And then my jealousy comes out too, because I swear <laughs> to God, if you hugged somebody the same way that you hugged me, I would be like, Bish. so like, I don't know. And now what do I do? They both have knives. Do I help Allison hide a body? Do I help this other person and hide a body? And I'd be like, how dare you think Allison this? is smaller. Like, wh- I, I am just having to... <laughs> do I just leave and let them duke it out? And then when I come back, I, I, I don't know. Do I just take the dogs and stay the night somewhere and then come back? I, no. I don't. And I feel like I would just constantly trying to, like, one-up this other person to prove that I'm better in your eyes. Mm-hmm. And then... I would just be irritated. You and I, <laughs> like, would I be in competition with you for the affection of the other person? And like, how would that make me feel? Oh, would you be like, excuse me, bitch, this is my wife. How are you trying to freaking outdo me to impress somebody else? The fu-? It would not be <sighs> a good no thing. I just remembered a time that I participated in non-monogamy. 
Do you want to share? Yeah, I just forgot about it. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know if I've like just blacked it out or what. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I dated a married woman for a while. Okay. Um, and it was ethical because okay. I, I specifically, I said, I will not do this if your husband does not know. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, he wanted her to do this and was excited about it. And I was, was like, Was he, like, okay. creepy and, like, wanted to watch or participate? Um, because I specifically asked that because I did not want to participate in a threesome with them. Not my thing. Like, ooh, okay, I don't think. Okay, him, what did he say? Uh, and she said, I mean, if it ever got to that point, sure, he'd want to, but he, like, but no, uh, he's perfectly fine with it just being us. Nanny cam. Oh, n- oh no. <laughs> I never even thought of that. I'm probably on the internet somewhere. Oh, no. I'll look and see if I can find it. Oh, thanks, babe. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I forgot I forgot about that. Oh, no. Pornhub.com. Stop it. Stop it. Search bar. Oh, no. Petite. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And she was... What, she's biracial, so she's Asian, too. So, you know Petite. how... Asian, oh, amateur, no. lesbian. Oh, she search. wasn't petite. She was tall. I'm the only petite one. Asian. Yeah. Lesbian. Fucks petite. <laughs> white. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There it search. is. Nailed it. Uh, so yeah, that was that was a thing. I forgot about that. Tiny white girl throws up. Because hair touches tongue. Ew, no, stop, stop. (laughs) (sighs) Y'all, she kisses a puppy and the puppy's fur gets stuck to her mouth. She has a panic attack trying to get it off because she thinks that she will throw up if it touches her And I will. Eventually. So, uh, so that was a thing. I think that lasted for a couple months. Um, but every time I saw him, Mm -hmm. because like we still participated in like, oh, that sounded weird. We still all hung out in group activities and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so when I would see him, I knew that he knew what was going on. Or like if he got home right after, like we had hung and I would just feel so weird about it, even though like he knew. Was it always at their house? Um, not always, but most of the time. I really, like, when I was a single person, I really did not enjoy having sex at other people's house. I would be like, you can come here. Please leave afterwards. Yeah. But you can come here. See, and I should have done that. Um, but she also had a kid, and that ruined a lot of things. Um, so, yeah, we eventually stopped that. Why? Um, I, I just kept feeling weird about it. (laughs) <laughs> um, it just never sat right for me. How did this situation come about? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like, w- so we were friends first. Um, all of you or just no, you just and me, chick? just me and her. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were friends first. Uh, we met through another person and, uh, like just started hanging out and I was like, this chick is cool. Like, um, and then I started getting some like I, you'll be so proud. I actually picked up on flirty vibes Mm -hmm. and was like, this is a weird time to insinuate my pride, but (laughs) go on. Fair enough. So the one time that I picked up on somebody flirting with me, um, I was like, are you, so I just kind of started to flirt back and then it turned into, hey, um, like she started bringing me cookies at work or like making me food because I don't cook or didn't cook at all oh I know uh and then I never cooked for him just hanging out not a single time ever oh that makes me feel so good made him bring me subway sandwiches naturally (laughs) um (laughs) did you did you get two five dollar foot longs that night but um so no not no girl (laughs) He was like average. Oh, okay. He did a good job, but it wasn't. Well, a $5 you ruined my you ruined my joke. So, <laughs> uh, so I think it just went from there. Like before we, I think I'm pretty sure she. Of course, she made the first move because I'm not gonna. I don't do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it just escalated from there. She kissed me, and I was like, "Wait, does he know about this? Like, is it?" 
And we that's when we had this conversation because I was like, I don't want to. And then it, it turned. So how did they identify? Were they polyamorous or did they have an open marriage? I feel like they had an open marriage, but had the potential to be polyamorous. Okay. And I think that that's kind of what the dynamic was with David too. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm pretty sure she also identified as bisexual. Um, and so, or pan or yeah, potentially pan. So she, um, talked about, I think how her husband realized that, you know, she had this other thing that she was attracted to and he couldn't provide for her. And, so like please so go satisfy that and if you want to tell me all about it i'm fucking down uh which to me like, i was like let me Ugh. let me get my let me get my jurgens um, but yeah so but i feel pretty confident that that was not a topic of conversation yeah <laughs> with david and his wife like tell oh. me all about it i'm sure she no. was like Okay, can you please go to the grocery store because I need X, Y, and Z. The house needs cleaning, whatever. See, no, and immediately, like, I know for a fact that their sex life was bettered because of mine and her relationship, even as short-lived as it was. Gross. Yeah, I agree. But I was like, oh, no, I forgot. And wanted to share my perspective as well because well, I could actually I participate in the conversation. Literally, never forgotten that. I just was not sure that you would want to talk about it. So no, I just forgot. I am never going to out you oh, in that way you. about that You're ever. So, nice. so I was like, she's not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. And I was like, oh, okay, you want to talk about it? Great. No, I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the most part, unless they like, unless I was with a person for a uh like a long unless it was a long-term relationship i a lot of times forget that that happened i don't well you know like my memory up until the last several months um is pretty good so there are some things i wish i could forget (laughs) yeah that i cannot um but yeah yeah, like i remember a lot (sighs) a lot a lot so you never introduced um, the guy you were in a relationship with to like any of your friends as your boyfriend or like did they that know Liv or met him okay. before? I think uh-huh. I, I think so. Um, but I mean, like, but aside from that, like, I didn't really have like a ton of super close friends that mm. I would have introduced a partner to either way. Right. Like at that period in time. Yeah. I didn't. Like, yeah. it was just, it was me and her that just spent, I gotcha. like, a lot of time up together. Yeah, I told, I told my best friend at the time, too, so, yeah. uh, I think she was the only one I told, because, like I said, I felt some type of way about it, mm-hmm. like, it felt like it was a dirty thing, like, you mm-hmm. weren't supposed to be doing that, right? Like, uh, so I think I was still kind of ashamed of... Mm-hmm. uh what i was participating in which is so weird like why the shame i know well, that it, it might not be everybody's cup of tea but yeah. at the same time like right no and now like looking back now i'm just like oh yeah i did have that mm-hmm. uh and I'm, i don't feel ashamed of that at all yeah um i think at the time i was still unlearning things and judgments that uh were impressed upon me mm-hmm. as a child and a teenager yeah so and yeah, learning that it. it's okay, like, to express your sexuality is okay, Embrace no matter how sexuality. you want to do it. Yeah, pleasure, because... Pleasure is not dirty. Exactly. And pleasure is only dirty when it's in re- in relation to women. Like, we <sighs> don't think about, like, men, like, going and fucking hope. Like, I mean, like, we might call him a hoe, but, like, he's getting, you know, high-fived and told that he's, you know... Way to go, you bro. You man, you... Yeah, like, what she look like? Give me the details or whatever. Right. Where women have to be kind of shoved into this box and feel dirty about it or whatever. And I'm just like, no, there was a period in time right. where, you know, like, I was single and, you know, I yeah. mean, not like I wasn't, like, out there, like, hoeing it up oh. or anything like that, but... Sex has never been, I've never, I've never treated sex like it was very precious. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still. And I just mean precious, like being very timid about it or not asking for what I need in those situations or anything like that. I'm not saying that it was always meaningless with me or anything. No, I understand. But I'm saying just not, oh no, we don't need to talk about it. And I don't need to, you know, if I was feeling it and I was into it, then all right, let's see. Cool, great. And it wasn't like that for me. And I, uh, I, 
I don't know though. Like I, I try, there were times when I, you know, would hang out with people and have casual sex, but I never felt. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel afterwards. right. Yeah. yeah. Um. At the same time, though, like just you're absolutely right. The sexuality part, and especially from the religious standpoint, is you know, it, sex is not for pleasure; it's for procreating and shit. Mm-hmm. Like right. So. Having to to earn, unlearn that, and not only that, but like women are supposed to be demure and like mm-hmm. da, 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 whatever, right? And so until like you and I got together, I really never would have spoken up and been like, I don't fucking like that, or you know, hey, don't don't do that, try this, or just so y'all know, like she has literally never said to me, I don't like that. No, ever. Um, <laughs> n- no, but I did, like, we, we've we had conversations. I'm not afraid to talk about it yeah. anymore. Whereas before, had you said, hey, do you want to do a podcast and talk about sex on there? I would have been like, uh, <laughs> maybe do that episode by yourself. Like, uh, and I'm not afraid to, or, like, I used to fake a shit ton of orgasms. And never I'm once saying, have I done that with you, which is great. I slept with many men yeah i mean not like many but like a decent amount right sometimes you just be like i just oh yes oh 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 buddy yeah 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 bud you that was great i hope that y'all have that turned all the way up and that you're going through a drive-thru or something right now that was great um so oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh no uh but you and I have had lots of different conversations about what we like, um, uh-huh. what, you know, different turn-ons, different mm-hmm. things, um, things that, like, we dislike, and we've mm-hmm. had those open conversations, and in prior relationships, I probably wouldn't have, I, not probably, I didn't talk about I like together, a lots of, lots of, lots of information. Yeah. So, I don't know, I, um... I think that if you go about the uh, non-monogamy and polyamory in the ethical way that you were mm-hmm. talking about, that it's a really cool thing and oh, can yeah. be super fulfilling. Um, and but it's it's not for me. I try I tried to per, kind of participate and yeah. just I forgot though. I've also I been invited to a few threesomes in my day. Really? I never participated. There's one that like I was kind of like I should have jumped on this opportunity yeah. just to see what it would have been what it like. was because it was with two women and they oh, were a married no. couple and i was see? like hmm and then the other one was a married uh cishet couple mm, i try so i tried to i was attracted to a woman who was married to a heterosexual man mm-hmm. uh and she, I like I would if she would have been like hey do you want to and I would have been like okay I mean yeah <laughs> uh but she uh she always told me I wasn't her type and it always hurt my feelings oh. <laughs> like probably like the bulldaggers yeah she liked she liked a little more a little more thick women oh. <laughs> yeah I don't fit that I don't fit that description so uh which totally okay like now looking back on it I'm glad I did loves a fat bitch like, yeah 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 uh with the exception i mean like you I, you I'm, are attracted to me and i i am not six so. i know but am i an ex- it makes you yeah. so mad i i do not have a type i, I mean oh i'm still angry about it like y'all we could talk about that forever <laughs> <laughs> I just want to fit into your type. You do, honey. You are my type. <laughs> I'm I just the only type. You are the only type. I know. Yeah. Oh, I like cute. that. You're cute. I love you a lot. <laughs> I'm uh, glad that you, we agree that monogamy is the the way for us. But we all we talked about that. Did 100%. I didn't I bring that up when we were like talking? Um. I feel or like... Or was it in both of our profiles? I think it was in both like of that? our profiles yeah. that I was like, I'm a serial monogamist, I think was my wording. Um, I didn't screenshot your profile. I just have all the messages. So yeah. I don't remember. It. I mean, like, I remember, like, Parts excerpts of, it. of what it yeah. said, but not yeah. all of it. Yeah, Cer- serial monogamist. That's my... 
that was one of my it favorites. It also gave you, um, we met on OkCupid and it would give you the option to check things. And I'm pretty mm. sure that I might have also done like an additional details or like about me. I gotcha. I'm just looking for one person. Like I would love for it to be serious. I'm yeah. Uh, and I got tired of all the couples approaching me on OkCupid. So many to couples. Be... And I was like, I don't want to fuck y'all. No, I don't want had to. I, if I want, so like to the point to where I had that in there, I was like, I no do couples. not want to be a your part third. of your, yeah. yeah. Same, I think. So. It's like, no, I don't want to be your third. Right. No married people. Yeah. I'm monogamous. Please don't. You need to be, un- you need to be a, si- like, a properly single person. Yeah, you were like my needle in a haystack. Uh, I'm not sure how I found you. Mm-hmm. Or, and I'm still not sure sometimes why you messaged me, but I like it. Because you were cute. I low-key had an attitude that, y'all, I keep, I had checked all. I'm <laughs> always going to tell y'all about Allison and this motherfucking rock climbing picture that was her profile picture i mean how long have we been together babe yeah we ain't been rock climbing yet i don't know that i have the upper body strength for rock climbing yeah you do you're a lot stronger than i am you weigh less than i do though you don't have as much to hoist what if that's not gonna work i would like to maybe in the summer i still want to go and do one of those obstacle course things like outside in the trees like a ropes course is that what that is? Yeah. We looked at it last year. Man, I'm down. At Oak Mountain. Okay. Yeah? All right. Let's do it. Yeah, there's one at um uh, a couple of different parks around here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It makes me a little nervous being up in the, like, being up there, but you're in a harness, so I feel a little bit better about it. Yeah. Because it's not the, the keep height. forgetting that you're afraid of It's not the, the height. Yeah, thing. the falling. The falling is scary. Yeah. But if I'm on a harness and I fall, I know that it's going to catch me by the crotch and I'll be just fine. Ooh, lovely. Catch you in the crotch. Yeah. Uh, it gives you a, a huge wedgie with the harness. Mm, she wore a thong that day. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Are you finished? That thong, 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 thong. <clears throat> okay. You like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, could I, how could I not? Yeah, it looks like you like it a mm. lot. You're like, ooh. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love it. Oh, boy. I don't know. Are any of you guys in an ethical non-monogamous relationship? You can email me. Email us at Where? info at sweetesthoney.love. <laughs> L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E. L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-V-E-L-O-L-O-L-O-Sweetesthoney.love. Oh. So we have a... Say, I'll be my girls for life. Girls for life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want to, like, I would love to have a conversation with somebody who is a a part of that. Yes. um, Or um, who's a part of a thruple or a group relationship. Like, I just... I just want to. It's fascinating. Ask you all, but like the everybody, like all together. Yeah, like, I'm especially all, like interested needs to be present. in everybody's dynamic. Dynamic. I want to watch your body language. Yeah. I want to. I just want to ask you all of the questions. And even if you're not here where we are, like we can still Skype. Like we, yeah. I figured out a middle ground for having guests on that are not here. So if you're interested, doesn't matter if you're in California, if you're in a random continent. There, we've got listeners. I think in every continent. Except for Antarctica, obviously. Um, maybe we have some penguins there that listen. They're smart, right? Can you explain to me how a penguin would have access to well, Apple Podcasts, so Spotify? Let me t- okay, so let me tell you. So, okay, okay, I tell you everything. There's, you know, research bases in Antarctica. And what do these scientists do when they are all lonely? Of course, they're listening to our podcast. And then the penguins can hear them listening to the podcast. So now we have penguin listeners. Absolutely not. Ergo, penguin (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Absolutely not. Why do you have to shoot down all of my hopes and dreams? (laughs) You're done. (laughs) I'm so supportive of you. I just want a little bit back. You're done. (laughs) It's so fucking rude. You're done. Well, how how Penguin else listeners. how else do they follow us, babe? Penguin listeners. Well, you definitely probably are not listening to a radio in Antarctica with the penguins. But if you are, let us know. <laughs> but you guys can follow us on Instagram at sweetasthoney.love. That's also our website, sweetasthoney.love. And 
Yeah, we already gave you the email address, info at sweetesthoney.love. And we would love to hear from y'all. Y'all can DM us. You can also follow us on Twitter at sweetesthoneypod, P-O-D, yeah. uh, short for podcast, because um, love wouldn't fit. And sweetesthoney.lov looked dumb, so I didn't. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. Um, honey, you got on a really cute shirt because it says Sweet as Honey Podcast. It does because we still got merch for sale. Merch. So y'all need to be checking to make sure that we don't sell out of like your small shirts yeah, we're or running your extended sizes. Yeah, like we're getting to be pretty low on inventory, pretty amped about it. Yeah. If you don't want a t-shirt, you can still support the podcast by getting a button and sticker pack. They're five bucks. Or just um, give us some money. That's fine. Yeah. Too. I mean, our t-shirts are twenty four ninety five. free shipping. Our long sleeve shirts are $29.95, $28.95. Yeah, twenty nine. Twenty nine ninety five. Um, Maybe I don't remember. You you free shipping. There's no additional pricing for extended sizes. What? Um, and the comfort color shirts. If you do need an extended size that we do not have, you can probably order a size smaller than you think because they are a bit they run oversized. A little big. They run a little big, and I love them. They're so yeah. comfy. So yeah. Yeah, they ma'am. And I get a lot of good feedback about it. And I cry, I think, every time I get an order. I know. So thank you so much to (laughs) Jocelyn. And thank you to Pharaoh. Hey, girl. And thank you to Lindsay for all of y'all buying this merch and supporting us. Like, I'm so sorry if y'all got teardrops on your cards that I wrote to y'all to be like, um, thank you so much for supporting my hopes and dreams because y'all don't even understand. Like, it's hard out here for a bitch. And... I love doing this podcast. I love y'all. Like, thank you so much for buying this and being supportive with your coin too, bro. With your coin, bitch. With your coin. Yes. So please do continue to share your coins with us. I think at some point I might start doing something ratchet. I might start to like write y'all some stupid songs. I might start getting wine drunk. I don't know how that's going to interfere with my antidepressants, but I will do some research on it and like sing y'all some silly songs or something on a Patreon. Like we are, let's go. And then I think that we can have some tears that will satisfy every everybody's budget and i'm really excited about it you know what i'm saying i can put wigs on i can do skits like y'all about to get y'all some more like quality content give me some time to get it up and running i gotta get my second podcast up and going if you were curious about it it's called strong friend podcast all about what it's like to be the strong friend and some of my other experiences like about my family and about going through this mental health stuff so if that resonates with you there is a strong friend instagram page and it is at strong friend pie so you can follow that if you want for updates and whatnot was that at strong friend pod at strong friend pod so i got it right is what you're saying it's upsetting me and my homegirls because <laughs> no. we like, well, damn, if you ain't got a bowl of neches, where the hell could you go? Yo, First of all, if you was beefing at somebody's wedding, you should have kept it at that wedding. How you going to bring it to somebody else's club? That's sad. <sighs> so, I mean, You that's... know the video. And if you don't, don't worry. Ask my wife about it because she'll show it to you and then because laugh Because I'm like, ever. well, damn, if you can't go to Bella Noches, heard... where the hell could you go? I don't know, babe. Um... I don't know. I mean that I I, I just want to know too. Yeah, yeah. Lauren wanted to know. Yeah, and lastly, <laughs> please uh, <laughs> rate us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, five stars. five stars, and write us a review. Like write us a review. It like talk well, to be nice. Yeah, if you think that she cries tears over the merch, she cries tears over the the review. She cries tears over. The podcast as a whole. Y'all are truly the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. Oh my god. So anyway, me and Taylor are about to go night. All three of the ones that I play, okay? (sighs) We have four. I play three of them. I don't like the tone of the Taylor. Yeah, well. It's not my guitar. It was not made for me. My honey plays it. I like it. Yeah. It sounds like it's for kids' pop covers. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I (laughs) I think that's all of the ridiculousness that we have for you today. Oh, that's all we have for you. I'm still going to go irritate Allison for another hour. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, queen. Yes. But we love you guys. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.